Thunder Media. Bruin Beasley has started to really put his mark on Team 18, but the field continues to keep putting their mark on Scott Pye. It was so much damage that we just couldn't, we tried, but we couldn't get it out. Had gearbox damage, rail damage, you know, every time we pulled something else off, we found, found something that was damaged. And one thing that Beasley has noticed since he's been out of supercars is they haven't been keeping up appearances. The appearance level seems to have dropped across the board, in my opinion. I think, you know, some of the, the teams are looking scruffier and supercars are looking scruffier, and I think it's all a, uh, a flow-on from the whole COVID thing. Bruin Beasley looks at Team 18, Darwin, tyre pressures and more today on Inside Supercars. I hope you'll stay with us. Hi, I'm Chaz Mostert. Hi, I'm Shane Van Gisbergen. And you're listening to Inside Supercars. This program is brought to you by P1 Australia Racing Components, the designer of the oil heat mats for dry sump tank applications. Find out more about the truths on engine oil heating at p1australia.com. From the racetracks across Australia, and here's Inside Supercars. Welcome to Inside Supercars, Tony Weber and Craig Ravel, and we're talking with Bruin Beasley, just back from another Darwin run, and of course uh, in his role now as the team manager at Team 18. Bruin, it was uh, good to be in the heat, and back in the fireplace, so to speak. Yeah, no, it was great to be up north, and... Um sharing the, the warmth of everybody up there it was fantastic. You had a uh, terrific Saturday with both cars in the top 10 in qualifying, both a good race result, but then Sunday came around and Scotty Pye unfortunately had another one of his DNFs and, uh, and then not, uh, did not start. Yeah, look, you know, I think we had pretty good pace, we had good reliability, we had no mechanical issues, so we were, we were on top of all the, the little gremlins they've had in the past. Our pace was good, two cars in the shootout, two cars constantly in the 10, you know, 4th and 5th, sorry, 5th and 6th for the first race. And then um, second race, Scotty was an innocent bystander in, in someone else's accident. And uh, it was so much damage that we just couldn't, we tried, but we couldn't get it out, you know, had gearbox damage, rail damage, um, you know, every time we pulled something else off, we found, found something that was damaged. So it was a valiant effort, but the reality is, you know, even if we had got it out, it wouldn't have been competitive because it was, you know, Everything wasn't in the right spot, to be fair. This wasn't as big a crash as happened to uh, Scotty in Perth, I understand. No, but there's still quite a lot of damage. Um, it's looking like it's going to have to go back on the jig and some of the rails that were replaced after Perth will have to be re-replaced. So it's not as much damage, but it's not far off it, to be honest. It was a new role for you. You've uh, had a, a number of different roles the last few years at running Winton and running your, your own TRS and, and other categories. But you're obviously having to sort of rebuild the team or, or build it in your liking. Yeah, look, you know, I've inherited a, a pretty good crew of people. There's some really good guys, there's some clever guys, and we've actually got a really good bunch of guys. You know, it's not total rebuild. It's really only a shuffle around it. 
really get get some infrastructure in place that we don't have, which isn't not a lot, but most of it's just structure and and motivation and maybe a little bit of moving people around. But the reality is that the basics are all there. And I've got Dennis involved now, who was crew chief at Erebus when I was there and crew chief at Grove up until recently. So, you know, Dennis and I had a long time relationship and. We've done a bit of stuff together and making a massive difference. His knowledge on the cars and the mechanicals and the and the structure of what needs to be done is, has been already evident. So that's been the single biggest move. And we've got a couple of little bits here and there we need to do, but fundamentally, you know, we're, we're not far away where we need to be. Your next round is Townsville. Um, you would have been to Townsville before in a different guise? Yeah, I've been there a couple of times. Obviously, with former Ford, we won the last six races we had there um, with Jack LeBrock and Macaulay Jones. and then. DBS, Cameron Waters drove for us, and then obviously with Erebus. So um, it's not a new place to us, but it's a new role list for me and this team. So I think it'll be just, just an evolution. Overall, um, you're enjoying your time with the team. I mean, it's, a, it's a pretty young team from what I can uh, remember of them. Yeah, no, it's good. I'm quite enjoying it. It's actually great. It's great to get up in the morning and you know, have a challenge to, in front of you every day. It's, it's quite exciting. Charlie's been really good in, in allowing me to do what I, I think needs to be done. Um, there's no, I haven't got any strings attached to anything. It's a matter of just doing a good job, getting the right people into place and trying to win some races. You know, that's the goal and we're all heading towards that and everyone on the floor is in the same place. It's not, there's no one, there's no pushback. So it's actually quite exciting to go to work every day. Have you got your co-drivers set up yet? Uh, yep, so obviously car 18 one uh, has been a long-term one and we're finalising car 20 at the moment. You're, you've got another test day, I imagine, before Bathurst? Yeah, we'll have our stand. Um, you know, co-driver test preparation for Bathurst. Um, that's really the only day we've got open to us now. And overall, uh, your impression of uh, supercars, have you been away from, well, not distantly away, but, you know, nearby. Do you uh, think that the series is in pretty good shape? Yeah, look, I think the, the, the single biggest thing I've noticed is that going away just before pre-COVID and coming back after COVID, there seems to be... Um, what's the word it's a little bit more less detailed um i think you know the appearance level seems to have dropped across the board in my opinion i think you know some of the the teams are looking scruffier and supercars are looking scruffier and i think it's all a uh, a flow on from the whole covid thing Uh, and you know the catering things obviously changed everyone's kind of doing their own thing there rather than having a catering tent so i think the standard of the cars and the racing is as strong as ever um and the people involved but i think there's some areas that I think have dropped away as far as appearance and the level of appearance. One of the, the biggest takeaways from um, Darwin was that for the first round this year, we had three different winners. Van Gisbergen didn't feature on the uh, top step on any of those three races. Yeah, look, I think Shane's clearly the pick of the bunch at the moment. You know, he's doing an amazing job. And that last race, you know, it, it could have been a, it could have been for him. Um, but obviously, you know, the error he made and the consequence afterwards it was enough to, to end his day. But I think the reality is he's, he's fast enough. And it was good to see someone else. You know, it's good to see Cam and Chaz obviously get a result as well. Yeah, tie pressures, which was a big talking point on television. I don't know how much of it was in the paddock. Your feelings on it? Oh, look, I think, you know, it's the same for everybody, isn't it? So everyone just has to adapt, I think. You know, there's people, you know, if you set the tyre pressure at 16, there'd be people who wouldn't like it. And you set it at 24, there'd be people who wouldn't like it. So it is what it is. We move on. Um, it's the same for everybody. So I think we just work with it. And as part of the, the adaption, 
you know, we're, we've got race car drivers, we've got engineers, and their job is to adapt and do the best job they can with what they've got. Well, uh, it's been terrific to uh, hear a, a summary of it. Obviously, long, long days afterwards because you uh, came back on a red eye yesterday morning, I understand. Yeah, so our, our flight was booked. So Sunday was obviously a long day. It was a 12 or 13 hour day at the track, and then our flight was booked at. I think 1 one thirty a.m., but then it got postponed at 2 a.m., then it got postponed to 4.40, so by the time we flew out of there, it was half past four-odd in the morning, Monday morning, flew back to Melbourne, landed here, well, you know, we got home about 11 o'clock in the morning, so yesterday was a big day. When you get to my age, it, you know, it makes it harder. Well, um, I'm sure it'll uh, be interesting. I mean, you wouldn't have seen any immediate impact of the new owners of the series, would you? There, there doesn't appear to be anything, uh, any public face to it all yet. No, not really. I mean, there's some obviously internal discussions and bits and pieces going on about um, what's happening in the future and what's going on, but there's no, I haven't seen an impact as such. I think things are just moving along as they were. There's obviously things behind the scenes that are going on that not everyone's privy to, and I'm probably not privy to a lot of it as well. So I think we'll just pop out the other end and be better for it and have a new generation car and we can go racing and obviously hopefully more people win races. All right, well, thank you very much for joining us on Inside Supercars. We'll talk again soon and uh, goodbye from uh, us at Supercars, Craig Vell and Tony Whitlock with Paul and Beasley. Thank you. Inside Supercars is produced by Thunder Media. Tune in next time for more or lock in the podcast on your iTunes or mobile device. Search Inside Supercars. The views expressed on Inside Supercars, including the panellists and guests, do not reflect the views of the network, Thunder Media or Sport Radio. Any publication or rebroadcast of the show without the expressed written permission of Thunder Media is strictly prohibited.